And welcome back to the Livingston Parish Football Show. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. I'm here with Mr. Rob DeArmond, our sports editor here at the Livingston Parish News. Good morning, Soar. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Uh, you know, pretty good, but probably better than you, uh, having heard about uh, your unfortunate travel situation yesterday. Mr. DeArmond was at the Live Oak volleyball game, but in order to get there... He had to sit in that massive accident on I-12, actually going both ways, so it was very difficult. So we are glad he is up and at him and with us this morning. He had a rough evening. Really, really interesting situation because I get, I get on the interstate, you realize it's happening, and I crossed over the, uh, the overpass at 55, and my wife called me and said, where are you? And I said, it's too late. I'm stuck. So... Uh, in the thing that you're calling me about, that's where I am, and that's where I am. I'm, I'm in it, and I, you know, I, I, I got, I got two live oak for the volleyball match. Literally, when they scored the final point of the first set, so kind of played some catch up. I let them know what happened, and then, and we're all good, man. It was long, long night, but we're okay. It's life, all right. Life goes on. Yeah. Huh? So talking about football, going into week four, district, district is starting at least for the five A teams. Um, and for 3A, not quite there for 2A. So we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about each individual game here in a second. Here's the schedule. Denham is hosting Central. Of course, the longtime rivalry there. We're going to talk about that. Walker is traveling to Scotlandville. They're in Baton Rouge. Live Oak heading up to Zachary. Albany going all the way to Bogalusa. And Springfield has South Plaquemine. So we're going to jump into Walker and Scotlandville first. Kind of... Uh, don't want to call it the marquee matchup. That's not the best way to put it, but probably it's an intriguing matchup. Exactly. Uh, right. Walker, you know, had a tough game against St. Thomas More, bounced back against uh, a young Broadmoor team, but still things to work on going into Scotlandville. So first, tell us a little bit about what, Co- what Coach Mahaffey had to say about his team's effort against Broadmoor. It's an interesting thing because I asked him about, you look at it and they beat Broadmoor 68 to nothing. And when you see 68 points, you can kind of go, okay, we're, you know, that's pretty good. You're, you're doing well. Uh, Brumore did not have a first down in that game. Uh, defense played well. They had short fields, short punts, set them up for short touchdowns. That's pretty much what happened uh, all night long. And then in the second half, when uh, Walker put in some younger players, they busted off some long touchdown runs. Uh, but when you see 68 points, I said, you, you're, there's a tendency maybe to say, okay, we're we're chugging right along, but uh, Coach Mahaffey said, "Look, trust me, man. We we looked at the film. There's some things we need to work on." And he even said, first play of the game, we saw something that we we didn't do correctly." So it, it's about working on things and making it making sure they get them better because he said some of those mistakes as they progress through district could wind up being costly for them. So. You know, going into this next game, that that's important because you're going to be looking at speed uh, from Scotlandville, who just kind of put a drubbing on uh, uh, Southern Lab. There it is, came up with it. Of course, Coach Ricard, former Walker coach, another piece of intriguing information. Uh, so, you know, tell us a little bit about what Coach Mahaffey expects to see coming up against this opponent that is not young. A lot of athletes, two really good running backs, uh, you know, and, and the defense is playing well, too. Uh, I, You know, when I asked Coach Mahaffey about facing this offense, Walker's got – they're still trying to get some, so a, a whole crop of new starters kind of, you know, up to speed, if you will, or, or getting them – I don't – you can't say ready to play, but just getting them to where they're comfortable with what they're doing. And I said, how do you do that with those young – you know, just asking him how those younger players. And he said uh, – 
it's going to come down to tackling because he said, if you look at our games, the, the two that we won, we tackled well. The one that we didn't, we didn't tackle well. Right. So you, you want to, and he said, if those athletes can get the ball in space and, and we can't wrap them up, it could be a long night. So it, it kind of, I guess game tackling is a type of deal. We, we want to get everybody to the ball, stop them as much as we can. And you talked a little bit, uh, you know, those were some of the, the things that they had to deal with in the St. Thomas More game, probably did a little bit better with that during Broadmoor. What are some of the things that he mentioned from the Broadmoor game that they have to work on specifically? Um, just kind of trying to make sure they do the things, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the story right now. Uh, sure. Like, like I said, uh, Mr. Simons. Uh, you know, he it, and I'll I'll read this quote. If you get ten yards on a play, everybody thinks you made a great play, but you still made a bust. Right. And that's one of those things that, as a coach, they're going to see. You know, but you might not as a as a fan, you're not you might not see it that way. So you're kind of looking to just small things right now. You know, just to just to kind of tweak and and get to where you need to be. Right. Uh. You know, but that's always a good place to be. You know, working on small mistakes at least. Right. You're not trying to pull it all together. And and I say small just for me. I mean, you know, for, for the coaching staff, they might seem as bigger mistakes. But just, sure. You know, and I just want to clarify that, too. Well, and we'll be talking more about a team that's still looking to try to get it all together. I, I, that's what I was going to couch it against. There you, that, there you go. You know, finding uh, issues with individual players is always great because that means as a whole, things are going well. So you can focus on each individual piece of the puzzle. Before we get into that other team, though, let's talk about Live Oak. Going to have, uh, you know, has a stout defensive effort uh, from the Eagles the last couple of weeks. Going to be challenged this week on the road heading up to Zachary. So first, uh, tell us a little bit about that defense. Very stingy, hasn't allowed a touchdown since Kentwood. Uh, kind of leading this Eagles team. It, it was uh, it, it was interesting. I was at the Denim game, and I was getting texts and kind of updates of what was going on at Live Oak. And, and I didn't hear for a while. And, and then all of a sudden, it's 3 nothing, And it's 3 nothing at halftime. And so that you, you just kind of was like, man, they're, they're, they're doing pretty solid. You know, um, like you said, the, the last touchdown they allowed was uh, Kentwood's first drive of the game against Kentwood a couple weeks ago. So they're kind of setting the pace. They got a few turnovers, uh, some interceptions they were able to capitalize on last week. And that, that kind of... 16 to nothing uh, against Opelousas. Uh, a win's a win, man. Well, and as we discussed going into that game, one of the things that they're going or had faced was speed, you know, and that's going to happen this week again. Right. Uh, you know, and that was one of the things that Coach Westmoreland said, you know, I mean, this is kind of getting us prepared for district because teams like Scotlandville, uh, you know, Central, uh, you know, Zachary, who they face, all these teams have a little bit of speed element to them. Uh, you know, even Walker, Brian Thomas, a lot of those kids are fast. Denim's fast. So he they jokes got, about it every week. You know, he said, somebody, you know, I don't know what the deal was, but we, we're, we're uh, every week, we're facing uh, a faster team, it seems like every week, you know. So, well, hey, what doesn't kill you, right? Right, uh, right. Before we jump into their opponent, though, kind of an interesting. So you talked about it. It, it was 16 to nothing, kind of a weird score. Uh, the, the week before had beat everybody up on the ground. Last week, Two passing touchdowns. So looking at some more dynamic ability to do what needs to be done on offense, what what did Coach have to say about that? It's And I'll, I'll go back to when I, when I talked to him uh, before the season started. Uh, you know, we, we talk about running that wing tee and how it's designed to kind of grind some stuff out. But 
he said, with the receivers we have, you know, we're not going to be afraid that if we see that open pass or we, we can call a pass play with some of the receivers we have. Just feel comfortable in doing it. You're just starting to see it happen now. Right. So interesting to bring that extra piece of the package out coming up against Zachary. Zachary playing well on both sides of the ball, uh, having good defensive effort. And, of course, you know, uh, the Mr. Hilton, a LSU commitment out there at wide receiver. So let's talk a little bit first about what Coach Westmoreland had to say about what they're going to face defensively. They they just kind of know that that this is what the, they're going to get. They're going to get a solid team, you know. And it's there's nothing. They know what to expect. Zachary's number three in the sports writers poll. Uh, you know, I I don't think there's any surprises here. I think that the biggest thing for them, uh, at least from an offensive standpoint, is to kind of play that. And he, and he didn't make any bones about it. Not trying to hide anything. We got to control the ball. We we can't let Zachary, you know, score on big plays. Are put together drives. So, and it, it, like I said, not trying to hide anything. Just right. stick with that that ball control. And and you, you saw it work against Kent Wood. Uh, that was just that was a clinic. I think. Uh, now now you got to see if you can pull it off against Zachary. That's the big question. So offensively, Mr. Hilton and uh, the quarterback's name, please. Why I can't remember it. Holstein, Eli Holstein. All right. Uh, it, Good, a dynamic duo there. That is the duo, and 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 the, the thing is, it's not just those two. You've also got a, a solid running game that they've been able to show. So, lots of things to to take into consideration. Which is going to that deep we talked about that defense for Live Oak. This is going to be a challenge for them this week, no doubt. So, uh, big game up there against Zachary. Now, talking about a team that is still looking to pull it all together. You know, whereas Walker and and Live Oak are kind of dealing with individual pieces. You know, Denham Springs uh, not doing 0-3 at the moment. Still looking for that that final piece of the puzzle to fall in to where at least they could start pulling some things together. One of the things that Coach Brett Beard did say to you was that inability to finish is something that he has noticed. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, if if you guys were at the game last week against uh, against Westgate, you, you saw that the team can drive the ball. They were moving the ball. Turnovers hurt them, uh, and it's eight nothing at the end of the first quarter. Uh, but then Westgate puts together a twenty-one point second quarter, just kind of pulls away. And you know that's what we were talking about. Was what I talked about with Coach Beard was uh, you know getting those situations where you can take care of the you know take care of it, put it away. Uh, Denham Springs didn't get their first, their touchdown until I think it was less than a minute in the game. I think there was about forty-six seconds left. Um, when things were finally able to kind of come together. Uh, there's another aspect to this here, too, that, that we didn't talk about our pre-production, but I, I talked to him about just the number of young players that they're playing right now. Um, I, he told me, I, I, if I remember correctly, um, let me make sure, 13 sophomores and one freshman last week, starting. Wow. Uh, and he didn't want to, you know, he said, I'm not going to use that uh, – as an excuse, you know, but it's probably not what you want to be doing right now, but that's where you are as a program. Now the, the, I guess the positive of that is these younger players are getting varsity experience. Right. And they will get older. They're learning how to play. Uh, and, and I guess that's the, the positive that you take away. He also said that he's been really uh, impressed with the improvement week to week over of the offensive line. And you kind of see that, uh, Last week in their running game, uh, Ray McNeely had 99 yards. 
and uh, Cam Kelly came with 67. So, like I said, they're moving the ball, just not being able to finish drives. That's that's can't reach the end zone. Right, right. And so, you know, obviously, defensively, you're facing Westgate. While they did, we talked about it last week. While they did lose Kayshawn Butte, still had plenty of talent. Uh, right, difficult to stop. Right. Exactly, exactly. And, and kind of once they got once they got rolling, it was it was kind of one of those things where you you know you're just trying to play catch up. Right at the end of the day, you right. know, and and you know, Coach Beard's still trying to instill his system and his philosophy to these kids, and and it's just uh, a matter of getting to to where they want to be right now. It's and it's uh, he he keeps stressing Rome wasn't built in the day. Yeah, I, 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 you know, we've heard that multiple times from from Coach Beard this season. I think that's where they are right now. So, so, but what was also not built in a day is the rivalry with Central, and this is a this is a rivalry game. Uh, you, as we talked about in pre production, you know, Coach Beard excited to be a part of this rivalry because you know, uh, with Central you're going to get a f- good football team. Uh, Brett actually had problems with Central at Live Oak. They they had trouble. Central always seemed to have their number. And uh, I'm sure he brought that up. It was it was it was kind of funny because I, I I covered that game at the end of last year, Live Oak and, and Central, and and uh, it this was us just kind of talking. And uh, I said, uh, you, you remember Central last year, right? And kind of looked at me. I said, y- y'all didn't get a first down in the second half, and you know I kind of got that look. I was like, I'm just telling you, man. I just I, I remember it well because I was sitting in his office and I said, I don't think you guys had a first down. And as I did my stats, I got done, and I was like, no first downs in the second half. So, you know. These are stats. They are figures. Yeah. So, yeah. so going to be an interesting game. Uh, you know, again, we talked about it as we started uh, the denim portion of the show. You know, it's it, it, it looking to try to pull it all together. I suppose that from a denim spring standpoint, pulling it all together for the central rivalry game would kind of be a fortuitous uh, you know, but what are some of the the, the things that they're going to be focused on going into this game? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the story right now, and uh, you know, Central's got a running back in Pierce Patterson who ran for 123 yards and a touchdown last week, and Jonathan Jonathan Swift is is the young quarterback had a pair of touchdown runs, um, and and Coach Beard he, he said, look, man, they uh they they're going to run the football. We know what they're going to do, you know, and and that's not to say they won't pass every now and then, but you you know what's coming, you know. So uh, again, that that game will be at Denham High, so and it's all three five A teams opening district. Another team that's opening district is Albany, but they are going on the road to Bogalusa, quite a haul, uh, right there across the uh, the Saint Tammany Parish. Woof into Washington. Couldn't come up with it. Uh, but first, I want to talk about last week. Had a chance to go 3-0. and Didn't quite work out for them. Kind of a weird circumstance, but also some some internal issues. They lost to Pearl River, who had just beaten uh, Springfield the week before. So they kind of had an idea of what they were getting into. Uh, and then they didn't because of what happened before the game. So kind of tell us a little bit about what happened in that loss to it Pearl was, River. It was just interesting when I when Coach Janice called me Friday night and you know he told me what what happened and I said you know I was again like you know kind of take me through tell me what happened. Uh, Pearl River using two quarterbacks, two quarterback systems. So both of those quarterbacks get hurt in that game, <clears throat> which forces Pearl River to line up basically their running back and he goes as quarterback. Uh, in that system, so like Coach Dan has said, you 
you know, I said, how did that kind of change things for, I guess, for both of y'all, but for mainly for, for all Benny. And he said, you know, when you, you prepare for it, you know, those packages are coming, but it's one of those things where you're not expecting it the entire game. So, uh, I went back and looked at, at some of the stats there and, uh, uh, the young man's name from Pearl River, Brian Jenkins, uh, had 205 yards on 24, 24 carries after, you know, mainly playing quarterback after those quarterbacks get hurt. So it was a, it was kind of a change in changing maybe what they were expecting. Right. So, you know, coming out with uh, it's a lot like when you see some of these backup quarterbacks come into the game in Division One football. You're just not ready for them. And a lot of times they cause a lot of havoc. Yeah. Because you're yeah. just not ready for them. Uh, you know, and, and as you mentioned before, Coach Janice had his team ready for sort of the total Bogalusa package. But when it was just one uh, doing some, certain different things, they just couldn't quite keep up. Right. And uh, another part of it was, too, because uh, I asked him, I said, was it more of them or more more you guys? And he also, you know, they, they had four turnovers as well. So he said, uh, he said, I'm going to put it on us because we're we're still not. We're just looking to get consistent, you know, the week before. Uh, you know, going into this game, uh, Pearl River last week, I, I said, I guess the goal for you guys is a, to get to three and zero. And you know, I, I told you guys it'd be great, but he said we know we've got stuff to to work on, and we still haven't put together that complete game. So that's basically what there is. Some consistency is what they're looking for right now. Even even with that record, you've got uh, JJ had two hundred ninety two total yards, uh, two hundred one passing and ninety one rushing. Um, but it's just putting it all together right so another team looking to kind of make sure everything's consistent putting it all together facing Bogalusa who has uh you know a lot of returning people uh including a uh pretty stout quarterback so tell us a little bit about him uh when I talked to coach Janice it's they they know exactly what's going to happen uh he said look for number five uh Josh Taylor uh he's it seems like he's been there forever and they know that he's the guy that they have to kind of, you don't want to say stop, but you may be limit. Uh, and even that might be tough. He, it's like I said, it, it seems like he's been there forever and whatever they're going to do, it's going to run through him. So they'll be looking to uh, a little bit of defensive effort this upcoming week, trying to stop a quarterback with right. whom they are familiar. Right. They, 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 they know him, you know, and if you guys are, uh, if you guys have, have seen any of the games between Albany and Bogalusa, uh, the past couple of years, you know, they come into play. Um, just, uh, uh, what he said, just looking at, at Bogalusa defensively, uh, they're going to, they're going to put a lot of pressure on them. He said they like to go seven, seven in the box and then line up, uh, man coverage in the, on the back end. So, um, it's one of those things where if you can make it work, uh, you might be able to hit some things in the passing game. But at the same time, you've got that pressure coming. Right. So you have to be able to, you know, it's it's a it's a catch two two, and you try to find the balance somewhere. Sure, sure, and and pull it out uh, maybe when they least expect. Right. Right. Moving south, well, I guess back into the parish since Albany will be traveling. Springfield facing an opponent that they've kind of faced a, a couple of times over the past couple of years. You and I talked about it. I went down to South Plaquemine for a playoff game. Uh, I, I say a few years back. It was actually a while ago. Uh, yeah, I think it was 2012 or 13 or something like that. Um, and, you know, they are coming up to Springfield. Springfield finally gets a big win against North Central, 46-6. to Let's talk about that first. 
this was a team that needed things to come together and has said things seem to be coming together. So tell us a little bit about what Coach Sarpest. Right. They, uh, they, you know, Springfield's made a few changes on offense, kind of tweaking some things, fig- tra- and they're trying to figure it out. And uh, you, you saw, if you saw them against uh, Albany in the season opener, you can kind of see glimpses of it happening. But I think this was the first time that they actually see some things kind of come together with that offense and those new changes. Uh, Brian Babb threw for over 300 yards. And the other thing is Kobe Linares, uh, just, he, he's kind of, the steady guy on the ground, you know what you're going to get. He ran for over a hundred. So it looks like things may be coming together for them right now. So, I mean, and probably a good time. South Plaquemine, you know, has their ups and downs, former state champion, uh, you know, lots of athletes. Yeah. That's so the biggest coming together at the right time. This may be the right time. So, you know, what, what's the scouting report? Like you said, it's exactly what you were saying. You're you're looking at a lot of athletes, a lot of guys who can move some speed. Um, So I think the biggest thing when I talked to Coach Surpass this week is, you know, you you talk about the the playoff pedigree, I guess, of South Plaquemine. And and this is going to kind of be a gauge to kind of see where Springfield is at this point. And he said there's no doubt that that we can kind of tell where we are and then you kind of see okay what else do we need to work on going forward because they, they've still got a couple more weeks before the district play starts yeah. right uh, small district and right. you know uh so what is that what is it is saint lena still in that district no no yeah okay so it's it's them pope john paul north lake and and saint thomas <laughs> springfield and three private schools huh you, you that's that's where you're at that's where you're at what you're doing right so. uh so and if for those of you curious those are all three um uh well saint saint thomas and hammond uh north lake and covington and pope john paul and slidell so and quite a bit of diff- distance travel distance, that's some that's some traveling yeah uh, that that uh except for that saint thomas game that was that's <laughs> All right, so uh, as we normally do, uh, Rob is going to pick each game uh, and and give us a spread. Now, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not a betting man. Well, we used to, we used to have a pick 'em here. Uh, we got rid of it because it got us into a little bit of hot water. Uh, we, 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 we did it in Morgan City as well, yeah. and same deal, same deal. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, well, Coach Surpass, uh, I remember one time I, I picked against him because um, they had had a rough year. Up until that point, but they pulled it together and and pulled out a big win. I actually think it was against Northlake, and uh, boy, he gave me some hell for that. <laughs> I just, I, I, you know, we used to do it in Morgan City, and it was kind of like, uh, you know, I, I, I catch heat from some of the coaches, and what are you doing? And if you need to use it as motivation for your your guys, coach, go ahead. You can do that. You can do that. You and, have and my I, blessing. And one, and I remember uh, one year Hammond came in and played Morgan City, and you know. And they, they were like, so what are you going to do? I was like, I got to pick my alma mater. I can't, you know. I, so, sorry. That's just how it works. Yeah. So, you know, and Hammond had a pretty good team that year, too. So, See, I was I was like my dad. My dad and I got to the point where it was he and I competing for the top spot because we, we held no allegiances. Uh, so it was uh, – but that got us in a lot of trouble too. That, I mean, that was the only time. Like I said, I don't, I don't, you know, that that was the only time I really said I, I'm okay. I'm picking, I'm picking with with my my heart on this one. You know, that's my school. I have to do it. But other than that, uh, I, I'd get to the point where I'd look at, okay, how many I'm a trailing by, and what do I need to do? So I, you know, that's how you. Nothing personal, man. It's all business. <laughs> well, 
One last time, let's go through the schedule real quick. Again, in the big rivalry game, Denham is hosting Central to open up district play. Walker on the road at Scotlandville. Live Oak on the road at Zachary. Albany on the road at Bogalusa. And Springfield hosts South Plaquemine. want to thank you, Mr. Rob DeArmond, for coming here, providing the good info for these football games. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. One last time, my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us for week four of the football season. We, uh, we got a late start this year. We didn't start till week three. We have figured out our video issues, so there will be a video version of this one uh, coming up later today. We're doing this on Thursday. Any Thursday night games this week? No, none this week. None this week. Oh. I kind of I kind of I, I have gotten used to the Thursday games, but we, we didn't have any. I, I sent out a text to all the coaches on Sunday afternoon. and like, please let me know if you're playing Thursday. Uh, it kind of makes things a little bit easier for us in terms of coverage, but it didn't happen this week. Um, <laughs> Well, so we're going to make it work. So, yeah, it'll happen. It'll happen. I thought I broke your camera, too, by the way. I thought it was on me. So, Which one? The camera last week. We didn't get video. Oh, so, oh yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I yeah, I you. turned it on and the lens shattered. <laughs> I told you. I told you. I, you know what it is. I will, yeah, I will, I will give Rob credit. He warned me. No, actually, we, we, had, a, uh, we had a graphical issue on the camera. Uh, have updated the camera. It, it is fixed. So we will have video version. I have a face only my mother can love. Yeah, so right. Oh, that's yo, exactly okay. what happened. He says having a wife and children and other such people that love him. Anyway, Rob DeArmond here, folks, our sports editor. Thanks for joining us again. One last time, my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us again for the Livingston Parish football show. This was week four. We will be joining you for the rest of the season. Want to remind you folks, we are on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. We are once a week in print on Thursdays. That's $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. We have a podcast page which has audio and video versions of these podcasts where you can go check them out and go back and listen to last week's if you're curious to see uh, what our conversations turned into and what these conversations might turn into when everybody plays on Friday night. We hope you have a great day. We wish our local teams all the best of luck, and we will see you next week.